Welcome to the Bigger Dynasty Podcast. Um, as you'll see, I'm taking care of you. Welcome today. It is with a heavy heart that Eric joins us today. This could not. It, it couldn't. I had to start the tone, set the tone, help him walk into things. Real tough loss. Loss of the crown by 0.2 points for the highest points for. How are you doing, Eric? Seven and a half points. That's all I needed. Seven and a half points. And I had Calvin Ridley and literally anyone I wanted to put in the game. I was at one point going to have Calvin Ridley and Devontae Adams. But no, Devontae Adams got sat out again. And then Calvin Ridley might as well have sat out because then I could have actually won the game. Um, because here's the stats. You ready? I'm ready. I could have left Calvin Ridley in there. I could have won the game with... Uh, let's run through the list here. Devin Singletary. Mm-hmm. That would have been a fine pick for the Flex this week. Antonio Gibson. Also a good pick for the Flex. Uh, Dontrell Inman. He would have won me the game. Robert Tanyan. Okay, obviously. Like, you would, I could have sat like half my team and won the game. Here's the worst one though. Actually, I got two more for you. Harrison Bryant. Who is he, do you ask? He's a rookie. I think he's on the Browns. And uh, he scored a touchdown. Good for him, bud. Gabriel Davis on the Buffalo Bills scored 10.1 points. Also would have won the game. Like, what, what am I supposed to do, Mark? My bench scored more points. Than some people's rosters this week. And by that, I'm, I'm not pointing the finger at Pinoar. That's not what I'm doing. <laughs> Good. I'm glad, I'm glad you didn't single him out or anything like that. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Ben Chapman, you won this week. But there's been weeks where <laughs> I would have scored more points on my bench than you as well. Um, I think the hardest one has to be Rex Burkhead. Because I remember you debating between Russell Gage and Rex Burkhead. Um, and his was a nice little tease of, like, decimal points. Enough to win. Actually, I did the math. I would have lost by .07 if I had put Rex Burkhead in. And that would have been even more painful for the record. Um, But if he had gone in place of Calvin Ridley and then put Russell Gage in that spot, I would have won. But all this to say, uh, good game, Albert. I'm proud of you. Um, I don't know what you gave Calvin Ridley um, or Matt Ryan, for that matter. Like Matt Ryan threw the ball to literally everyone. But Calvin Ridley, I mean, he had five chances. He could have caught just two of them, and we would have been fine. Um, but he yeah. didn't catch any of them. And, uh, yeah, it's – anyway, we can move on. Well, it's Tuesday, so that means it's a fresh start. I get to look at my next opponent. I'll be okay. Don't don't worry about me. Well, do you think you're – are you good for a, a little – well, this is a little bit of a surprise. I don't know if you're if you're in or not, but a little sixty second salesman will pick me up. Sure, sure, I'll do it. What's uh, the topic? Is it um, gameplay decision making? Yeah, it's it's actually on the topic of the worst manager of the week. <laughs> yeah, that would be me. Uh, I can go on that for another sixty seconds about that. Uh, you you already done that, so I've got my sixty seconds up. So now okay. a topic. 
is why we chose to add first downs in for our league. Um, the reward for that and kind of thinking about that. So, 60 seconds on the clock. Go. All right, so in our league, we have first downs. If you receive or run for a first down, you get half a point. The idea there is you get more points for plays that matter, that are meaningful. Uh, I'm thinking of someone like this week, uh, George Kittle got 10 first downs on 15 receptions. That's a pretty good percentage. So that gave him just five points for that. As opposed to Jameson Crowder in week one, I think he had seven catches and he got only three first downs. So still good. So it gets his point and a half, but you're going to reward the player that's moving the ball down the field, um, moving those chains, helping his team out. Also, little spoiler alert, if you score a touchdown, that also counts as a first uh, first down um, for some reason. All that to say, if you don't have this element in your league, you're going to reward people who just catch the ball behind the line of scrimmage for no reason. This is just another continuation of tier-based tier. Oh. That's it. I like to think of Jerome Bettis if he was playing and his three carries for three yards, like he's done more than... And two touchdowns. And so, like, just kind of giving a little bone of the, the value there. Yeah, to the people that are actually getting, you know, Peyton Barber gets his, uh, his two points a week for his two first down carries. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, it's just a continuation of what we do with the tiered based PPR. Um, we're trying to reward the big play, we're trying to reward the plays that matter more than just little bit of fluff, catch a bunch of passes, but hit absolutely zero yardage and still not move the chains. That did help. Thank you, Mike. I feel better. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. Well, then, I'll give you a moment to kind of bask in that. I'll go into headlines in here today. All right, let's do it. Uh, so, Chubb, sprain down MCL. Sorry, Seymour. I expect to be around like six weeks or so when I saw. I'm definitely hitting IR. Um, Eckler for uh, Andy Gordon's team. Serious hamstring injury is the last thing I saw. Ended the IR most likely, which means three weeks minimum. Um, and I actually saw four to six. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this is going to be a longer one as well. Um, Bill O'Brien out. The broken so, heart, I think is what it was. For Bill O'Brien? Yeah. Or a failed lobotomy. Was that the other option? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, winners and losers. I feel like I like when people do this. So winners, Texans organization. Absolutely. Um, Texans fan base. Yeah. It's hard that you don't have DeAndre Hopkins anymore because of him. But um, I or guess we'll a look first round pick or a second round pick next year either. So good luck to the next GM who starts off with that team in the third round. It's wild. Um no way the Dolphins anticipate getting a, a lottery pick um, out of that trade. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't think so. Uh, so we got Romeo Cornell stepping in. Um, losers, Jared, because now the Titans may actually have competition in the AFC South. He also, half of his team is on the Texans. So depending on if they, True. they, they just totally tank at this point. Or, I mean, I think they're going to get a couple, like, pick-me-up wins, just, like, stick it to Bill O'Brien. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think this is this is good long term for them this season. That's for sure. They've got the talent. I mean, they're 
they've got so much talent on them. Like I think of like the Cowboys who just like it's fun to watch them lose. The Texans are like, what's going on over there? Like I don't. Well, did you no have way. you looked at their competition? I mean, obviously the Vikings. This is the first game where it's like, are you serious? Like how have you? How did you not win? But they're they started out. Uh, they played the Chiefs. Then they played the Steelers. Then they played. I was looking because I wasn't going to help you much of those four. That's Is it good. the Bears? Yeah, the Bears. I think I'm getting them out of order. But anyway, those are the three. Yep. Um, which are all solid teams this year. Um, yeah. And then you played the Vikings too. Um, yeah. Yeah, that'll get you fired. So. So that was all I had for headlines and hearsay. If you want to go into heavy hitters this week. Sure. So starting with our heavy hitters, our QBs, uh, Dak Prescott, who has now thrown for 1,690 yards in the first four games. This is a, a record. And uh, do you want to know what the 16-game uh, pace is for that, Mark? I would love to. I think it's like 6,700 yards. No one has ever thrown over 5,500 yards in a season. And he's just going to be like, I got this. Uh, now, obviously, I don't think he's going to get to 6,700 yards, but the way their defense is playing, he might make 10,000. Who knows? Every game is going to have to be a shootout because the other team's scoring right away. You know that. Well, and he has so much firepower. He can throw yeah. it to anyone. I mean, Dalton Schultz, we'll talk about him later, um, <laughs> is, is looking like a rock star, and I'm sorry. I'm still sticking with my he's a dope approach. <laughs> Dalton. Yeah, Dalton. It's going to trip over his own last name, but um, anyway. Uh, Mixon finally came to uh, form. People are happy about that. He got a, was it three touchdowns this week? Is that what he got? Yeah, making up for the first three weeks combined. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, that was good to see, to see him back on track. Uh, Dalvin Cook had another big game, but I guess his development was he got to play the Texans. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. looking like he still plays for the Giants like four years ago. Um, did you see that game at all? Dude, I think about the – well, A, he catches the pass from Landry, but then the reverse was absurd. Yeah, it was a 73-yard – oh, it was beautiful. I loved it. He ran from sideline to sideline plus – 15 yards back in the backfield. Yeah, no, it's, wow. it's completely nuts. Um, and then Amari Cooper. Obviously, that pretty much if you played in the Dallas Cowboys-Cleveland Browns game, you were yeah. a heavy hitter, it seems like. Uh, yeah, tight ends. Uh, another week of the tight end. George Kittle, Mark Andrews, Schultz, and uh, um, Robert Tanyan was another Tanyan. one. Had a huge yeah. game. Um, so, head scratchers slash Eric's bench performances. Um, so, that would highlight Antonio Gibson was on my bench. Robert Tonyan was on my bench. Um, okay, so that's it. It just felt like it was all of them. But, Sam Darnold, uh, what is your thoughts on this one, Mark? So, Sam Darnold, so that's for Seymour. Um, yeah. Again, not really, like, he hasn't really been doing much. Wasn't really the play you should be making, but just kind of the big bench performance from gotcha. him. Okay. Uh, did he scrap, Did he bench Kareem Hunt again? He did. 
He did. Oh my god. RB10. Dude, are you even listening to the podcast? I don't get it. We told you this last week. Don't be an idiot. And um, just ahead, just to let you know. So for next week, if you don't start Cream Hunt, we're gonna find a new team to replace you. Okay. Especially Chubb out. Chubb's not even in there. <laughs> like, like this is the this is the running back you should go with. Just just gonna put that out there. All right. Uh, and then Jamison Crowder had another big week. Um, good for him, but on somebody's bench. And uh, who has Austin Hooper, Mark? Austin Hooper. Is this? Let me look. Let me look. I think this is Chapman. Okay. Well, he lucked out then. He still won. Let me, uh, let me see. Hooper, yes. He's on Chapman's team. Okay. He's okay. So it didn't hurt him this week, but still a bonehead move. Uh, and then the downright horrible. Um, Jared Goff, 12 points versus the Giants. The Giants. Yeah. Uh, Philip Rivers, 11.5 points. That's actually pretty good for Rivers. Um, so, <laughs> And then uh, Matt Ryan. I luckily did not start him this week. Started Fitzy instead, Fitzmagic, the other Ryan. Um, but he got 13.1 points. Uh, he did make one good call there. So. Yeah. Way to go, me. Uh, running back, uh, uh, Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb. This is more to do with, like, they got no points, but this has more to do with them getting injured, which is also horrible news. Uh, Marvin Jones. That hot take is not working out in my favor. He looks like he got, like, 18 years older um, in the last two weeks. I don't, I do not think that's going to pan out for me. Um, Kenny Galladay's return has destroyed any hopes of Marvin Jones being a fantasy-relevant player. Uh, Michael Gallup is the only Cowboys wide receiver to not go off, and this has been a couple weeks coming, so um, we'll have to kind of watch that. But, yeah, that's that's not looking promising for him. And then T.Y. Hilton is also another one of those guys that might be a little over the hill at this point and should probably just remain on your bench. Uh, Hunter Henry had a measly eight points this week. Um, and uh, he know it says he had 10 players out this week. And he so only he, had 26 roster spots. He so has, he rivals John with Steelers players. So there was a good amount uh, on that. Got it. Okay. And then uh, he, like, he is out of IR spots and has OJ Howard just went on IR. Uh, he had well. He actually had Derrick Henry in the lineup, so well, that was a shame on him. Yes, that did not work in his favor. No, though he did score the same amount of points as Calvin Ridley this week. So better is that. True, it's true. Less targets, but <laughs> yeah, he he did more with less, I guess. Um, the last one, the yeah. our ranking. Oh, so we don't know Mark. We had him as the number one running back heading into the year, and his number one running back is Miles Sanders at 26. Um, yeah, well, it doesn't help that he had Saquon Barkley, who is out, uh, Matt Breida, and then he traded for Austin Eckler. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, he'll be good next year, um, but, yeah, that's that's unfortunate, my friend. 
He still snuck out. He's still 4 0. Yeah, but I don't think I don't. he can keep that up. Um, being that uh, he probably has, what, you said like 75 less points on the year than both of us? Yeah. And we're both sitting at 2 and 2. So yeah. it will even out. Karma has its way. Do not worry. Uh, but we have a new Beast of the East this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Burkholder took it with 209 points. And well uh, yeah, well done. Um, so is this, so is the common denominator of this podcast? So obviously I've had it twice. You've had it once. Jared was just on for the player series. Is this a, a good omen for John next week? Do you think? I think so. You better. Uh... John Staggers is going to be our player series guest. Better perform. Better not let us down. I mean, obviously, Jim Newell had the opportunity, but, you know, he blew it. And uh, Albizi, the champ, didn't pull it off either. But, John, I think you had the best shot of the three of them. And uh, we're rooting for you next week. So we'll see. Um, so, Mark, what are we doing? We have a new segment today, but I think we're going to save so, that. Or do you want to do that first? Let's do, let's do the game results. Okay. Check in on our rankings here. Um, so, uh, basically, to sum it up, Seymour lost the game. You and I gained a game on him. Okay. Uh, as far as the tracker goes. Yeah, so that about. brings us... Brings you and him to a 15 and 9, leading the pack, and I'm one behind at 14 and 10. Um, the yeah. specifics, if you and want not, to take that. I was going to say, and not to get ahead of ourselves, this was our division week as well. Um, this was the last one, so at this point, everyone has played everyone else in their division at least once. Um, and also, we didn't really mention this before, but um, this was also rivalry week for a couple of our players. True. I don't know if you caught that or not. So um, we will point out the winners there and you'll take notes because you need to pay them um, this week. But so first game we had myself playing Albizi and you said all three of us chose me Mm -hmm. and all three of us were wrong because Albizi beat me by a measly two and a half points. Um, I think I speak for Seymour probably yourself as well when we expected you could make just one of the right decisions um and yeah well you know i live to disappoint so <laughs> just ask mom um <laughs> this is just checking to see if she listens because you'll hear like in the background like oh no <laughs> never disappoint me uh that's my best moment question for the day uh Next game, this was our first rivalry matchup between Connor and Jared Burkholder. You and I thought that Connor would lose because Jared beat him last time. And uh, Seymour went with Connor. I mean, Seymour went with Jared. And uh, he was right, we were wrong. Jared won handedly, got his high score of the week. So that puts. Caleb at one and one, you and me at oh and two. Okay. Uh, then comes you versus P. Noer. We all thought that you would win because well, P. Noer sucks. 
And <laughs> we were right. You got that. So that puts us at one and two. Uh, uh, Caleb at two and one going into mm. our next rivalry matchup. Wu Footy Hulk versus John Staggers. We, you and I were in agreement that we thought Wu Footy would win. Seymour was stupid and went with John. And he lost out, tying mm. things up a little bit. So that makes it two and two for you and me. And now two also, and two for him. Tying it up for their uh, rivalry uh, season. Yes. Got the uh, best film, one one. They split it. That's awesome. Um, and then is this this is the last rivalry, right? Uh, ben Chapman versus Seymour. Mm-hmm. And um, this is where we were all a little bit more in uh, had different ideas here. You thought that Seymour would win. I thought that Ben Chapman would win. And uh, Caleb thought that Seymour would win. So you guys were both wrong. I was right. Mm-hmm. Ben Chapman won. Um, and right, you, Ben. <laughs> that puts me at three and two, and you both at two and three. Last week of last game of the week was GM Newell versus We All Know Mark. And Mark, you went with We All Know Mark. Mm-hmm. Caleb and I went with Newell. Um, because this was before the fire sale. Um, so this one, you walked away 3-3. Three and three. I also sneaked out a 3-3, three and three, but Caleb took 2-4, and four, which allowed me to slip back into first place with him. So, um, But as a result of all this, we took a look at the rankings. Also going in through four weeks, um, Let's talk about the division rankings first before we get into the overall rankings. Uh, our division rankings... Dude, it's a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Uh, those yeah. first two weeks... New England but, is wild. <laughs> yeah, we are all tied... Well, kind of tied at 2-2 two and two in the New England division. Um, the only reason I am in first place is because of uh, points four is our tiebreaker, and right now... Um, the only person who has more points scored for the season than me is you, Mark, and that is by point a two. whopping margin. Yeah, point two points. That's how close we are. Um, and then the next person is like a hundred points behind us. So we are definitely crushing it, and are expecting a little bit more from everyone else going forward. But that's the reason that I'm in first place, even though Albizi and Connor both beat me. Um, <laughs> I think we will even the score second round. Uh, in the Central Division, there's a little bit more discrepancy. This one has our only undefeated um, player, and that is We All Know Mark at 4-0. and oh. And then Seymour and Ben Chapman at 2-2. Two and two, And GM Newell bringing up the rear at 1-3. and three. So that prediction is looking good for you so far, Mark. I'm really counting on that for our, our rankings, yes. our predictions. I yes. think. Uh, Please, Ben Chapman, you know, stay just slightly above GM Newell. Um, <laughs> Mid-Atlantic Division, this is your division. John Staggers is on top, 3-1. and one. Um, And then you and Wu Footy Hulk are at 2-2. Two and two. Wu Footy, did he start 0-2? Oh you may have. I, I think he did. I think I you're think right. He did. So he is clawing his way back. 
And Pinoer has started 0-4, so we will see if he can ever get that win that you predicted for him or not, Mark. But um, so far, not so good. Unfortunately, the one win I gave him uh, has already passed, and he, he lost. So right. luckily overall, we're not, I was going to say, luckily we're not paying that close attention, so as long as he gets a win, you can still count it. It's fine. Uh, I don't okay. think it's going to happen. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah. Um, but, so, overall rankings, honestly, not much moved this week. Um, I'm still ahead of you. Even though you have point two points more than me, the consensus is, yeah. going forward, you think this week was a fluke. Calvin really just need one catch in order to put me over the top in our very close rankings. Um, so I have you beat by just the smallest margin. If he does it again next week, okay, you can have it. That's fine. Um, but right now, I'm in first. You're in second. The top four stay the same. We all know Mark, John Staggers. Those are the division leaders, uh, with the exception of you, but you scored a ridiculous amount of points. Um, Albizi, he, oh, top five didn't move. Albizi is also right there. The first movement we had was Wu Footy jumped Caleb this week because, like we said, he's got two wins in a row and uh, his team is looking more and more formidable as we go. That's also a win without Cam Newton. He had to go without him this week. That and impressive. he uh, talked to running backs this week, extending Cook. Um, yeah, that definitely helped both him. Both on him. <laughs> definitely helped him out. Um, so that obviously drops Caleb down a spot because they switched spots. Uh, Connor and Jared both stay the same. Even though Jared beat Connor, Connor has a, uh, a good amount of points more than him for the year. So we're still giving him the nod. Uh, Jared's on his tail. Uh, Jared's right there, and there's still a lot of season to go, but we being about a third way through the season, um, that's where they are at the moment. Ben Chapman, Jim Newell both got to go up a spot um, because Pino are, I'm sorry, dude. We tried to bring you out of the basement, but I'm afraid you, it's not at your own fault, but you have the injury bug, my friend. Um, and yeah, that's, that sucks. But with and that comes last place. Should be uh should be a guest on the pod here. Might hopefully next week get him on. Maybe he can defend himself and, and please case here. Yeah, maybe wow. he has some uh, some secret plans we don't know about. But uh, yeah. we'll see if he will be privy to sharing those with us. Uh, Mark, you had a little asterisk here, a little point you wanted to add. What was that? Yeah, about? for the top three, you know, kind of seeing what another another week we all know Mark wins again. Um, four and um, yeah, he's obviously winning the matchups. Main thing I was just going to talk about is both of us having 75 more points than him. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of an indecisive factor for us right now. And the running back, he's getting injury bug to the top players of Barkley and Eckler. Um, so if he keeps, <laughs> I guess if he keeps chugging along, keeps winning, you know, maybe we'll, at some point we'll have to make a switch, but. As of right now, if I was playing him, I'd be three and one. If you're playing him, you'd be two and two. And it's all because of this, these last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. for sure. 
Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, we're also stubborn, so it's going to take a lot to get us out of first and second place. We, uh, we think we're right and that's, that's hard for us to, uh, say otherwise. So, uh, good luck. You're going to have to make it a very strong case. But today we have one, uh, we have a new segment, um, where we're talking about the top 10 players and, uh, basically breaking down our rosters and comparing it to what we thought they were going to be before the season starts. But yeah, Mark, do you want to take this one? Okay. So this one is more just like looking through like in our rankings, like the ones that stuck out to me, I was kind of highlight the ones that stuck out. Basically what this is, is showing the top 10 players at each position, quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, and um, what players in our league have players in the top 10 each of the positions. Yeah. Um, so, like, what really stuck out to me was, like, you know, we all know Mark. We had him at the number one running back. Um, doesn't have any running yeah. backs in the top 10. <laughs> yeah. um, not, again, not really a fault of his own. Um, I – you weren't in this boat, but I had Brita pretty high coming in. I thought he was going to be a nice pass catcher for them. He's not been a nice pass catcher, nor running back, nor player for them. Um, so obviously, John's the benefactor of that with Gaskin. Um, for sure. Um, who else? Uh, Josh having Cook and Mixon in the top 10. You know, weren't very high on his running backs. Um, he also got the trade for Cooper, who's become the number one wide receiver. Yeah, I will be curious to see if he can hold on to that um, status. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've had like four shootouts in a row, and but maybe Cooper is finally going to be a consistent um, contributor. Like usually, he's boom and bust. At least that's always like the stigma with Mark Cooper. But maybe not. I mean, he's been pretty steady Eddie so far. Yeah, he's been he's been rolling. Dak's been rolling. We'll see what happens. Um, another one I wanted to point out was P. Noer. Um, having Derrick Henry, who's not in the top 10, his very best player, first pick. And it's actually the undrafted James Robinson in the top 10. Jacksonville Jaguars, yes. And he's like, he's up there too. He's like five or seven. I don't remember specifically what he is. I'm look. Um, he's wild. Jumping when you get it, but he's moving. Yeah, just keep going. Um, quarterback, a Seymour, making a trade for Brady. Not to jump in right now, but I was right. It's five. Five? Hold on. Um, so, uh, Seymour, trade, a lot of these will be trades, like getting Tom Brady. I had him at six. You had him at two, just because it's Lamar. It's his other quarterback, but I had him at six, getting Tom Brady. Now he's two top ten. Yeah. Um, for me, I was pretty happy to see Tyreek Hill, Tyler Lockett coming in top 10, and Tyler Boyd being a pleasant surprise thus far, uh, being the 11th receiver. Um, you, Calvin Ridley, obviously we know what he's been doing other than week four. Uh, still the number three receiver. Well, the crazy uh, thing is too, dude, I have Devontae Adams as well. So apart yeah. from injury, I would have possibly three top um 10 wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then to go with that, you got number two and number three tight ends this year so far. So far, yeah. Um, 
who else we got here? Um, Connor and Albizi. I saw their tight ends. You know, both Johnny Smith for Connor and Albizi getting Dalton Schultz. They were both near the bottom of our tight end rankings. And you know, those two guys have been, well, Johnny just being what he is this year and Schultz coming off the waiver wire for BZ. That's clutch for them. Um, and when you look at something like this, obviously there's some people that are obvious. You know, Kelsey, top, top tight end. No surprise there. Lamar Jackson, one of the top 10 quarterbacks. Um, I do think it's interesting that how low Mahomes is. Um, he's still top 10, but he has not looked like the Mahomes of before. But in general, like, yes, there's a couple of those consistent ones, but this is a lot more chaotic than I expected it to be this year. And um, this just shows you the, the importance of the waiver wire and the importance mm-hmm. of, you know, in-season decision-making. Um, it, you can't just do it based off the draft. Like, our teams, it'd be a fun comparison to see, like, week one roster versus week 15 roster. Uh, Especially for Newell. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, at that, by week 15, I think it's just going to be a giant white flag. We'll see. Well, for him, to highlight a few, you know, Tom Brady's the top 10. Uh, who else? Travis Kelsey's top 10. Mark Cooper's top 10. Uh, but instead, he's lost with Robbie Anderson as his lone top 10 player. <laughs> it's traded all <laughs> of his assets away, for sure. Um, yeah, so... That's just kind of a little thing. We have to come up with a, a name for this segment. Um, maybe it should just be like, how wrong were we or something? But uh, we'll come up with something much better than cool that. Cool kids. <laughs> exactly. Um, anything else, Mark? What do, you, what do you got? That's all I got. I thought we did brand through a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. I feel like it's good to highlight one more time just your bench. And your performance. <laughs> I'm sorry. It really is. It really is incredible looking through. Because it wasn't any really pick that we have done differently in saying the roster. It's just amazing. Oh, this is just, this is the joys of fantasy. Like, yes, I could have done something illogical and won. But, no. I, I am at peace. I don't think there was anything I could have done differently. I mean, obviously, there's things I could have done differently. But, um you know, maybe if I was one of the other, uh, um, you know, teams in our league, I, I might have made different decisions. If I was Seymour, you know, I probably would have picked a different running back um, to start, but and I would have won. But no, I got nothing. It's all right. It's gonna be okay. And I just keep telling myself that multiple times a day in the mirror. And uh, so far, <laughs> so good. Yeah. We'll get him next time. And. Yeah. We oh, shall see. It's oh. just fantasy. It'll be all right. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, see you guys all next week. Don't forget to check out Player Series with John Staggers. See you later. Yeah.